This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Friday, July 8, 2011. I'm Caleb Brown. The Affordable Care Act, known as Obamacare, depends on the expansion of Medicaid. But Medicaid is one of the key drivers of federal spending growth and deficits. Jagadish Gokhale, senior fellow at the Cato Institute, comments on recession, Medicaid, and Obamacare. Medicaid is health insurance coverage offered by the states to their low-income populations. Uh, the program uh, is operated by the states, but uh, is paid for by both the states and the federal government, with the federal government participating on average about or contributing on average about 56 cents on every dollar of Medicaid spending. Uh, during the recession, the federal government expanded its uh, financial participation in supporting the states because of anticipated increases in enrollment and requirements for states spending on Medicaid. Uh, but that uh, is about to expire uh, beginning this July. But in the meanwhile, ex- enrollments and coverage for Medicaid has is high and has remained high because the recovery has been slow. And so low-income folks who need health services and health coverage are still uh, being supported on Medicaid, which means with the withdrawal of federal funding, the states will have to bear a larger share of their Medicaid spending. And so state budgets are under considerable pressure. Uh, Historically, Medicaid spending has been growing quite rapidly in the states, primarily because of the federal financial participation of states, Whenever there's a tight budget situation, look to Medicaid last as a source of budget cuts because cutting Medicaid entails loss of federal dollars. So cutting a dollar at the state level means cutting federal dollars. Yes, exactly. You lose federal dollars because you cut Medicaid spending, and so lower Medicaid spending translates into lower federal financial participation. This situation has escalated, and Medicaid has been growing fast, not only because of this particular way of how it's financed. It's financed through matching grants rather than a block grant or a fixed amount of money that the federal government provides. If it were a block grant, then the federal government would provide a given sum of money and the states would be free to then spend as much or as little as they wanted depending on their needs and their preferences for taking care of low-income individuals for their health care coverage. But because it's matching dollars, uh, the states are co-opted or incentivized to spend more on Medicaid relative to on other programs. Uh, because of the subsidy given by the federal government. Now, it's not surprising that some states would have no change to their eligibility requirements and still see a large increase in uh, enrollments during a a time of a, a steep recession and a slow recovery. But some states actually have expanded eligibility just in recent years. Is there any reason why that has occurred? Well, I think in general, um, some states have expanded eligibility in uh, in response to the needs perceived uh, because of the recession. With with the recession, there's more unemployment, more people are uh, thrown off the employer roles for health coverage and must depend on Medicaid. Well, if the state is covering a particular population and then the increase in need is through a non-covered population, then the state would uh, 
feel compelled or legislative politicians would feel compelled to expand eligibility for particular target groups that have no other avenue for obtaining health coverage. So that's been going on. Uh, with the end of the recessions in 2009 uh, and the prospective end of federal uh, marginal additional support uh, this year, uh, that situation is going to come to uh, bite even harder uh, at the state budget level because uh, the enrollments haven't gone down. The recovery has been slow, even though we're no longer officially in a recession uh, we haven't recovered as fast, and some people are afraid of a double dip. So it's not. There's a lot of uncertainty about how states are going to manage their healthcare coverage and manage to continue to invest in education, infrastructure, and all the other public services that they uh, want to invest in. How does Obamacare, the Affordable Care Act, how does that change the Medicaid equation for states going forward? Well, going forward, Obamacare actually depends on the expansion of coverage to the uninsured, primarily by increasing enrollment uh, in Medicaid at the state level. Uh, between now and 2014, when the law will become effective, states are prohibited from reducing their enrollment or eligibility or coverages uh, uh, and therefore have little flexibility in anticipating the huge increase in uh, enrollments as uh, beginning in 2014 when the law comes into effect. They're supposed to put in place these health exchanges, which um, will look at uh, whether an applicant is eligible for Medicaid under the old rules, if they are eligible for Medicaid under the old rules, uh, with the individual mandate, they have to enroll or they are incentivized to enroll. For some low-income groups, there are no penalties for not enrolling or not having health coverage under the even under the individual mandate. But given the mandate and the propensity to adhere to the law, many such individuals who were eligible under the old laws but not enrolled will now enroll in Medicaid. There will be some individuals who will enroll in Medicaid because the health reform law expands eligibility for uh, income groups beyond uh, the current eligibility levels. Um, so these new eligibles in Medicaid as a result of the health reform law, uh, their expenses will be financed almost 100% by the federal government. Um, but for people who are uh, eligible under the pre-Obamacare laws, but not enrolled, and who will now enroll or be induced to enroll as a result of the individual mandate to purchase health insurance, they, the federal government offers no additional financial support for this type of increase in enrollment. Now, uh, part of this was just a rhetorical uh, advantage that was sought by the uh, Obama administration. The the claim was, we will pay for uh, the vast majority of newly eligible Americans under Obamacare. And what you're talking about is the fact that these people, many people, were already eligible, not enrolled, and that will force states to spend a lot more money than uh, they That's other right. otherwise and would. Many studies. Um uh, assume that the enrollment increases from among those who are already 
eligible for Medicaid, not because of the new law. They are already eligible under the old law, but are not enrolled. The enrollment rate will not be substantial out of that. But I just don't see how that can be possible, given the individual mandate. Everybody is supposed to get health insurance. Uh, in fact, there might be an additional movement of people who are covered under private plans, either through, the, through an employer and so on, who might now shift onto Medicaid if employers find it more uh, beneficial, more uh, economical to just drop employee coverage and pay the fine that they're, they're subject to. Uh, that option might be cheaper. So if a lot of people are thrown off the employer plans and who are eligible for Medicaid under the old laws, will also enroll in Medicaid. But because they are eligible under the old laws, the federal government will not pay additional money to the states for supporting them. What should the federal government do with Medicaid today? Well, I think the first thing is to release the states from the stranglehold of these uh, laws already existing as well as the additional more tighter stranglehold that Obamacare places on them because states' budgets are reeling under the burden of financing Medicaid and keeping up uh, their uh, spending on other needed public services, especially education, infrastructure, uh, energy, and so on and so forth. Uh, So I think the first thing to do is instead of Providing federal support through matching grants, you should shift over to a block-granted system of federal support for Medicaid. And I think uh, the best thing beyond that would be to allow greater flexibility for states to design their own Medicaid programs depending on their preferences and their needs uh, rather than imposing uh, constraints on coverage, enrollment, financing, and so on from the, at the federal level, uh, which uh, provides bad incentives for states, uh, escalates uh, the subsidy, overall subsidy to healthcare, which is one of the chief factors underlying the rising, escalating healthcare costs in this country. Um, uh, so those two approaches, I think, are the key uh, changes that should be uh, considered seriously. Jagadish Gokhale is a senior fellow at the Cato Institute. You can read more of his work at cato.org.